My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. Yep. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today, we are taking a journey to a new land of music. Slightly close to the previous land of music that we discuss once a month. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about C-pop, Mandopop. Taiwanese pop, Chinese pop, you know, the good, you know, the huge, a lot of, a lot of pop. There's a lot of music. Not but to before... be confused with cowboy pop, which is what the, uh, the Wikipedia says. It's like C-pop, Chinese pop, not to be confused with cowboy pop. And like, that you a, know, we were all that a thing? really confused <laughs> about that what, cowboy pop. Country? When I was Googling C-pop, it talked about, because I, I typed in essential C-pop, because I was trying to see, like, what was considered that. Well, it was all, like, this essential oils, like, essential oils, <laughs> like, you fuse it with this thing called a C-pop, which, like, I don't know what the crap that is. Oh, listen, we're not, wow. we're not that hippy-dippy. We don't yeah. know what the hell that is, but uh, before we get into that, what has everyone been listening to? Uh, I mean, a lot of the same old, same old, to some extent, because I just don't have the brain space for new stuff. But there have been some really good new things come out in the last uh, the last month that I have really enjoyed when I've had a chance to listen to stuff. Cozy Pop had another new album come out, which, you know is always good. I always enjoy that. If you like chill vibes and new voices, that's a great place. I went and I usually go through and like, you know how you can click on Spotify the um, like see the artist or whatever. So Mm -hmm. then I try to go through and like follow all the artists, probably half the artists, it wouldn't even take me like it had a label for them. But when you clicked on it, it was like, oh, sorry, something's wrong. We can't find them. And I'm like, like you listed them, but they clearly are <laughs> so new or so indie or whatever. They're just, yeah. there's nothing there. Like Cozy Pop put them in, but Spotify hasn't yet or something. I don't know. But there was a lot of nice stuff there this month. And then Max, Changman, I, I just, the, the Max thing really throws me every time but and <laughs> trying to search max is like yeah like you're five million yeah. maxes you're in Spotify. but i really like piano his his super super not sexual at all song about how he just really likes for you to come over and play on his piano are but, you sure that's not sexual <laughs> i just no. i just want to put this out it's there. a nice piano dag dab it about a piano okay okay i am just <laughs> saying it is entirely possible that is a code for something i'm not saying what? it is it's I'm a just nice saying it could be you know possibly. Just, you know it's possible there's it's a chance possible. there's a chance yeah i like um nct dream had a new album um, I really, really like Puzzle Piece off of it, which is kind of a more low-key song mm. on there, but I really like that one. And then Marshall had new music, which I always like Marshall's music because his voice is gorgeous and he's gorgeous and I just love him. I love all of his loveliness. So, 
so. And Housie, who I think I just like discovered her like last month, but apparently she's got more new music this month. So I'm like, okay, cool. Just oh. give it all to me. I'll take it all. It's all good. And uh, the Dick Punks had a new song come out, which I haven't heard a lot of their stuff, but one of their songs was an OST on Cinderella and the Four Nights. And that's one of the very first songs that I actually paid money for in <laughs> K-pop land. Yeah, so uh, it was kind of, this one's like kind of jazzy and I don't know, I like it. It's a good song. Parallel Lines, it's called. I like it. There's been a lot of like pandemic songs come out. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird. Like some of them are better than others, but like, like Dumbfounded had one come out and it's, it's a duet with a singer I've never heard of before, but Satika, I guess, or I don't know. It's all in capitals, so maybe it's S-A-T-I-C-A. But anyway, it's basically, it's called Outside and it's basically a song about like, when we can go outside again, I'm going to kiss you without your mask on. And like... <laughs> We're gonna go dancing, this, and then we're this, gonna. This suggests the possibility that they're mask kissing right now. I <laughs> no, because there's also there's a line about it, it's basically this song is basically what I gather is like they met at a club, maybe hooked up, swapped mm-hmm. numbers, and then lockdown happened, and they couldn't get together again. But they're like in this separation they've realized that like I actually really really like you and he has a line about maybe doing something dirty on zoom <laughs> sometime if you can't you know it's it's pretty funny like, like there's a, a like lot FaceTime of time would be better for that guys <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> yeah, there's no 30 minute limit <laughs> it, he did a really good job in this song like it's a catchy song and it's cute but mm. like there's all the pandemic things are in there. Like, he's like, I can't remember what the line is, but he uses something like uh, blowing off the shelves like a roll of Charmin or something like that. And, like, just all the little Zoom chats and things that have happened over the last few months are kind of all in the song, and it's really cute. So I really like that. And, uh, yeah. And, um. TV Aoki and uh, Lay and Will mm. I Am. Yeah, I was listening to that one too. That's a nice one. I like mm. it. I like Lay. I like Steve Aoki. I like Will I Am. It's there's nothing about that song that they, I just don't like. They combine <laughs> together into making magic for all of us to exactly. enjoy. And then I mean there was other new stuff from a bunch of people that I've sort of discovered myself over the last little bit. Ian and somebody called Emoji. That's their name is Emoji. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. Hunnett and Wagehead and Sophia and uh, a bunch of them that are all, they're all great songs. Nothing that like super, you know, like, oh my gosh, I, I love this song so much. I have to listen to it, you know, 50 times in a row. Not, you know, not like a hundred ways, which I've still been listening oh. to on repeat oh, all God. the time. Same, same, same. It's not long Just, enough. The song should be twice as long. Exactly. Mon, Mon Wang. Jackson. Give us we the know good. you're listening. <laughs> like, three. 
even for a song. It's it's not crazy. You can, we have faith in you. Dare we wish for four? Four? Dare we? Four? It could happen. You believe it if you try. He's really <laughs> taking that like four minute route where they're like, we're gonna like catch you with a song under four minutes. That's why we're called four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> No, we've no. You've already you've already <laughs> caught us, Jackson. We're we here. You don't stuff. need to do this. Yeah, hundred ways. It could be a hundred minutes long, and I would still listen to it because I mean I listened to the three minute song a hundred <laughs> times. So like you know, dude. Come on, come on, bro. Hook us up. Um, Hook a lady up. And then there was um there was a new. I don't know if they're a group. I think so. It sounds like there's more than one voice, but it maybe it's just a solo act. But I keep wanting to call them Cherry D, but it's not really. It's like Cherry and then like big typewritten sideways, you know, like smile emoji. So it's like the dots oh. and then the capital D like is there. So it's Cherry and then almost like big smile emoji. But they, just, they love to keep us yeah. don't they? It's like, <laughs> how do you pronounce it's your name? A, you may never know. We we may never know. So confusing. I'm calling you Cherry D because it's like, that's what you wrote. Okay, so sue me. Uh, the album's called Like Me and it's really good. Really five or six songs on it and they're all good. They're all enjoyable. Great voices. Great stuff. There's a group that I have no idea what their name is. A girl group of some sort. Uh, they had a soundtrack on the Skate Into Love soundtrack. And it's such a good song. Like, the title is not written in English and neither is the group name. So I have no idea because I can't read it. So, yeah. Whoever you yeah. are, you're awesome. And I love you. So yeah, that sounds I followed right. them on Spotify. So like, and thanks to, I forgot to look up the username, but whoever that user is on Spotify, who so helpfully took all of the Skate Into Love soundtracks oh, and helps. put them into a playlist called Skate Into Love in English. So Listen, I can find they're, them. They're, those people are the real MVPs oh, of the right. Spotify they, world. Let me tell you. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. Cause I was, going a little nuts because I like I searched them on Wikipedia and had all the English names like all the English names of the you know but I go into Spotify to search them they don't show up because none of them had their names in English on Spotify so okay I always I always really enjoy when I like Shazam a show while watching it and the music the song will come up it'll be like it's on Spotify and then you go to Spotify and Spotify's like I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did like, and you're like, <laughs> the last one that I kind of like this song. I don't love, love this song, but it's like a new singer and it's their first, first single. And I like his voice. So I look forward to seeing what else. His name is Demian, I guess. Demian, Demian. Um, the song is called Cassette. It is a good song. It's not bad. I I don't know if it's some mutual on Twitter who is also friends with, like, this person, if it's one person or if it's multiple people. But 
I've just seen this song mentioned a ton of times over the last like week or so. Um, several people mentioning that it's like a total sex song. And I'm like, mm, not really, but okay. You're like, <laughs> lyrically, maybe, but totally. <laughs> maybe in times <laughs> like these, any, <laughs> any, any song is a sex song. Like, I've heard songs that I would consider more sex song than this, but it is a lovely song. It is, it's got a nice beat. It's, he's got a great voice. So, mm. yeah. And other than that, I'm mostly just, Today, I went outside in the sunshine and I listened to my K-pop summer mix because it makes me happy. So yeah. you are dreaming, a lot of, dreaming of days to come. Yeah, freedom, it was potential freedom. Freezing outside, but it was really sunny. It was one of those days where it like looks like it's warm out, but it's totally oh. not. <laughs> I always yeah, think that so was cool. like when you're in the middle of winter and you like open your eyes and you can't see the snow outside. All you see is like the blue sky through the window and you're like, oh, it looks so beautiful out. And then you're like, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being hoodwinked by a blue sky oh. right now. Yeah, exactly. So... I walked outside in my freezing coldness and listened to my K-pop summer mix and dreamed of warmer times to come. Yeah. How about you, Jesse? What have you been listening to? Um, some stuff. I listen to a lot of more stuff in the beginning of the month, and the end of the month, and it just feels like the beginning of the month was like five years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like really weird. I like went to go look at the stuff that I put in my playlist and like, oh yeah, that was this month. But it doesn't feel like it. So there's a lot of groups that came out with albums this month. Um, awesome City Club came out with an album. Um, Yavi came out with an album that's really good. Uh, Oral Cigarettes came out with an album. Onigi came out with an album. Just a just a ton of people. Um, Yurishika keeps on coming out with more new stuff because they have the song that's on there, um, the opening for. Uh, an anime movie that's coming out. It's something, something cat. I can't remember because I keep on seeing it in Japanese and I just know it's about a cat, but it is coming to Netflix. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, Nico is in the, work the, in the title. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, and then you see the cat in the like story and it looks really cute. And they just like I yesterday or the day before announced that they're skipping it going to movie theaters and straight to Netflix. And it looks like it's yeah. an international release too for Netflix. <laughs> Which looks pretty cool. I also, to kind of tie in with Yurashika, I got really into this new group person called Dare Haru. They're a Korean duo group. I don't know because there's nothing about them because they're brand new. They literally have like two songs to their name. Only one of them is on Spotify. It's called Karma. Mm. Um, they have a Yurashika vibe and it's also kind of done the same way that Yurashika and kind of that. I don't know what music genre that is where it's like they are entirely just animated music video presentation. Uh, It's like it's this weird mix because there are like the Vocaloid grouping, but some of those people are moving in and it's just it's weird. But Dara Haru is really good. It's just they only have two songs out. So I'm hoping for more of their things. But if you like Yurashika, I think they're they're a great like alternative in Korean mm. and some of the other things, the newer stuff that came out, um, Hong Jin Young came out with mm. a song, which 
definitely doesn't seem like it was this month, but it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was right near the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Love is Coming, and I really like it. I really, really liked it. It's her first song since she's moved to her independent label mm-hmm. um, after it kind of split with her last one. And I think it's a, it's a really good song. Men Envy Children, which we'll talk about a little bit later, came out with the song Rocky 10. That's also very good. I did really get into Bandit, the BV and the IT, that girl group. I hadn't given them a chance before, but like, how can I give everybody a chance? There's just too much, much music out. But they're a, like a really cool group. Like they're half like girl groupy, but half like very chill songs and especially this like it's I guess their pre-release song children that came out is it called children I think it is mm-hmm. called children that came out um because they're they have a comeback like this month it was an animated uh video so it wasn't them which I think is really interesting for a girl mm. group that like they dance they're a girl group girl group you yeah. know like an idol girl group but I think their voices are really good, and they're doing a lot of, like, non-idol girl group songs, and they're pretty cool. So it's, like, the newest of the Korean groups that I've, like, started to kind of get into, and I was listening to some of their stuff. They haven't been out for very long. I want to say, like, last year debut, or... I feel like that, yeah. Pretty close. But if you're looking for a new girl group, I think they're really cool because they've just got they've got that like coffee house feel to them the really chill vibe really focusing on vocals more and even though they are they definitely have songs where they're poppier and they like have full choreo so uh changha's pre-release mm-hmm. was so good <laughs> stay tonight it's so good the choreo in the video is incredible it's like visually stunning it's it's just so good. I played it like nonstop since it came out like a couple of days ago. It's just, it's crazy. A side note for that music video, some of the male dancers, or rather there's female and male background dancers for certain mm-hmm. aspects uh-huh. of the music video. And the ones that, well, I guess just groups of dancers, because a lot of times it is actually co-ed, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, even the male dancers wearing heels, wearing black lipstick, like. Yeah, midriffs, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just yeah. a very like, kind of like, androgynous but like works really well and then it just I and I think she uses the background dancers Mm. so well even Mm. though it's like definitely about her like the song and it's very uh, Madonna inspired Mm, dancing like very Vogue Vogue I mean like there was like literally like parts but like it's got a cool the song is broken down really cool it kind of changes tempo and kind of, like, plays with that really well. And I think it just works really well for Chungha, like, music itself. And so it's really cool. I'm excited to hear her album when she comes out with it. Mm. And then also Millennium Parade is a group that was started, a Japanese group that was started by one of the guys, the leader of King Nu, like, one of my favorite Japanese rock groups. It's kind of like a side project thing, but I guess they're doing more stuff. They came out with a song called Fly With Me. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's other things that I've been listening to, but, like, for the most part, I, like, am constantly on my rotation of things. I have, like, playlists that I just have, like, on in the background all the time. Or, like, I have a big alts list where it's just, like, 2 p.m., Day 6, Dreamcatcher, S 301 and EXID. And that one's just on rotation all the time. So... 
I'm like listening to songs, but also just listening to the songs that I already know every word to. So, yeah, you know, that's it. What about you, Natalia? Well, I've been like in a mood lately. You know, I've been going through it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I have uh, not really been uh, out there exploring the new things that the world has to offer me and instead have just been listening to Twice and EXO for... You got to do what you got to do. You know, so I have... I have in like a strange attempt uh decided to be healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I have been going on these lovely long walks on the treadmill in the in my little basement cave. Um so I have like a little I call it my uh, running playlist, but that let's be honest is mm, a bit of light stretch. <laughs> It's an, as- it's an aspirational title that maybe one day I'll just like pick up the pace, but we all know I won't. I'm just, you know, cruising. So, you know, it's got my old favorites. It's got, you know, it's got the EXO, it's got the Monster X, it's got the Panic at the Disco, obviously. I've also been listening to a lot of sex jams, which makes it sound like I'm having a lot more fun than I am, but it's because I'm 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 writing an erotic novel. So the sex jams, you know, they keep me going. And I've been listening to a lot of Miyavi because I love him. (laughs) I just, he's just so good. I even sent, like, my mom, my mom, I sent her a video of him playing guitar. I'm like, yeah, check him out. Then I sent her another picture of him, like, playing the guitar with his kids. And I was like, yeah, it's so cute. Look how cute it is. Cause, like, no, that's an end for a mom. <laughs> yeah, because, like, she had sent, like, a video of some, like, white family doing the same thing. And I was like, no. I can do you one better <laughs> with an actual talented guitar player instead of this, like, youth pastor bullshit. <laughs> like, moving on. No. So, you know, like, just. I, I'm really still enjoying B. Miller, which was I was listening to her last time. Um, I put a lot of Sia on there. I actually recently, because of Ricky, this is going to be a bizarre thing that I'm about to say if you follow me and Ricky. He heard this song on a video and was like, do you know what song this is? And I listened to it. and I'm like, I think I do know what song this is. And then we sat there for like 20 minutes. Like, I think it's a BTS song. Like one of their like, not, you know, big, big ones. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it is. And then, so then I had to go and listen to BTS's entire discography of like. The songs so you couldn't have Shazammed it? No, it wouldn't work because it was playing on my phone. And so my phone wouldn't. Oh, pick okay. Up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was The Truth Untold by BTS. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good song. Like, you know, I, BTS, they're, they're great. They're fine. Whatever. They're not like my alt or anything. But it's a really good song. And I was, I was vibing with it. So I added it to my writing playlist. So it's now with all the sex jams. Just because I was, you know, vibing. And, of yeah. course, I've just been listening to a lot of Jackson Wang. Uh, both both of his songs are like a real mood for me right now so it's like Mm -hmm. depending on my level of sadness like is which 
which which of his singles do I pick? <laughs> like, how sad am I? How sad do I want to be? <laughs> we ask ourselves, really. Uh, otherwise, like, I'm not that. I haven't been like exploring new music that much. It's been it's been a time. Yeah. I feel like I'd I'd be doing more of that if I was actually stuck at home. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, you're in a different spot. Yeah. And, so I'm, yeah. yeah. You have to be sociable. Yeah, and you also don't like have like your access is your phone as an internet source, you know, kind of Yeah. You know like I have my phone and I do have my computer, but like I they love me so much. So they're always visiting <laughs> and seeing how I am. And they want to, like, do things with me. And it's very unusual. I'm not used to people <laughs> wanting to do things with me. Like, your interaction levels on a daily basis are much more than they used to be. I'm so tired all the time. Tally <laughs> so is tired. living my life now. <laughs> In a house full of people uh, with children. And, <laughs> and I feel uh, you, girl. soul that monster x is part of my alt list and i didn't say their name it's like i it's felt okay. so bad about it i was like wait a minute i didn't say monster x and they're like a big part of that list yeah no i you know we were focusing like, on like new stuff like yeah we're always listening to i know but i just feel like we're always yeah i've also been listening forget to a lot of them because I now don't feel an overwhelming wave of sadness every yeah. time I listen to Monster X because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be okay and Wanho's going to be okay. So now, now I can like truly enjoy, which which is probably why I ordered the Follow album finally today. Yeah. That along with I also other just pulled albums. back from like posting about it. I'm like Monster X is going to be my like at the house love. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't talk about it much anymore because I was like I'm just done with like. You're like, day six will be my out of the house love. My secret. So then I don't have to hear about it from everybody else if something bad happens. I just, I'm like in PTSD mode and I don't want it. I know. I kind of really like like, every time something happens to a group that people know you love, like they're all telling you about it. I'm like, like, I already know. Or they're like all like, hey guys, can we not do this? Can we not share the, the article? I'm like, why do I have to even know about it? Because, like, you're the only person that I even, like, know about it happening. Like, I don't follow any of the people who would be sharing it. And it's just, like, 
I can't have that like affecting Monster X for me anymore. I'm like, mm. right. Gotta, I just want to enjoy my life, okay? Gotta enjoy them <laughs> and their music and they're great and please, wonderful. And I'll pre-order please, their albums. Let me I live. Fan wars are bad enough, but like I feel like lately there's been so much like infighting and and stuff yeah. too within, and you like just can't find. Like I just want to listen to the music and fangirl with my friends. Can we all just yeah just be yeah. happy and yeah. like the music and like. It's like it's because everyone's going through it right now. Yeah. So and everybody does yeah, it differently too. And you're like everything to like extremes, and you're yeah. like, please, I can't yeah. handle this anymore. I just <laughs> want to have a good time for once. I just want to <laughs> listen to the music. I just want to enjoy myself. I just want to look at memes. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. So that's you know just literally nothing. Nothing new has been listened to. Except for that one BTS song that I'm pretty <laughs> sure I heard, like, when it came out and then forgot about. And then I was just like, yeah, like, because you know when you hear something and you're like, oh, I know this. Mm-hmm. But why? <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't have their, like, usual sound. Like, it's, it's you know, it sounds like it's a different group. Um, so, like, he was, when I said, I'm like, I think it's BTS. Ricky was like, what? No. And I'm like, no, I'm... Pretty sure. sure it's them. So then I was like, yeah, it's them. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, so yes, yay! I'm sure you've been listening to lots because you have been keeping up the uh, Instagram or Instagram at Certified Nunas on Instagram where she <laughs> yeah, puts look up at all it. the new information. She keeps yeah, if you want like a resource, that's like the great way to kind of figure out what's coming out. And they try to keep it pretty. Mm-hmm. Try. Yeah, very aesthetic. Which, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a very tiny, minuscule rant, just for a second, to the music video people. If you are a duo, <laughs> ah, yes. are having choreography with a lot of background dancers, let your two dudes have, like, equal camera time because as a person who does try to when I do screenshots for the Instagram I try to like involve the entire group which is actually really hard with choreography usually especially with bigger groups because there's always someone in the back and I always feel so sorry for the people in the back well there's this one music video it was only two dudes two and there was one of them that was always behind the first one which was ridiculous (laughs) like don't do that Give your people, it it wasn't simply a, like, oh, this person's just featured or whatever. No, like, that's, the group is two dudes. Like, it was really odd. It was an odd music video. Anyway, I had to say that. People (laughs) people think they get their due if they're in the group. Anytime I see that, like, when I can't see one of the members in a group, I'm like, are are we trying to cut this person out? It's really sad. Yeah, and he gets suspicious too. But <laughs> don't don't do that. Give everyone a good an equal shot at success. You know all those music video like cinematography people, they're totally listening right now. I'm sure mm-hmm. they I'm sure that like we are number one on their list for <laughs> Korean music video yeah, cinematographers totally. and choreographers are like, Well, we gotta go check with the nudist about this. <laughs> <laughs> the video's out, might as well look at that Instagram. <laughs> The only Instagram that matters. The <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> Sometimes I forget things to school, so I like, didn't see something. Because a lot of times I just can't fit every last song on the face of the planet. Yeah. Music! There was a lot. And yeah, it feels like five years ago. So, Stella Jong. Mm-hmm. She's the one that did Colors. Everyone has seen those Colors mm-hmm. memes. Uh-huh. Which- no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, she came out with a new album, and it's really good. The title track is called Villain, and it's very... There's a little bit of, like, vaudeville vibe. I really... It's it's a very different song, and I really, really enjoy it. And it, the music video is super cute. Sometimes she has, like, horns and stuff. It's really funny. Uh, she seems like a really fun person. So, I really enjoyed that. Um, and the villain thing, it kind of talks about, like, are you good? Are you evil? Like... I don't know. Kind of had AT's vibes for a second too with that thing for me. So conceptually, um, speaking of quarantine type songs, Twenty One Pilots came out with "Level of Concern," which was fun. That definitely feels like five years ago, but yes, they came out with that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> God. Time is meaningless, everyone. <laughs> well, it doesn't also help that, like, Evanescence comes out with a brand new single, and you're like, what t- What year is it? <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> happening. Evanescence was still a thing. <laughs> I just thought they, like, quietly laughed. I mean, I love it. It's great. But, like, what is going on? <laughs> right. So, a song that I recently listened a lot of, it's older. It's from the leader of In Flying, Sung Hope. He's also known as Jadon, and he did a song with Jimin. And I found this song last year. It's been around for way more years than that because it celebrated its five-year anniversary, which meant that I listened to it on repeat the other day. The song is called God. And uh, I don't know. I just, I've always really liked that song. He says he didn't do a good job because I think it was like before they even debuted as a group, like right mm. before. Um yeah, because anniversary-wise. But I still like it. I think it's a fun song, especially for, like, rappy stuff. Like, it's pretty much like this, like, power battle between Jimin, who's, like, she's a diva, and she's, like, attained fame, and then he hasn't, and so they kind of, I don't know, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. My entire playlist is, like, songs that I put on there, and I have not re-listened to a ton, so that's fun. There's a lot of music that I did really enjoy that I didn't get to get on the playlist because I would look for a couple days and it wouldn't pop up. Yeah. You know, that, like, Some delayed. of them were really slow. Like, mm-hmm. slower than normal. And it, it, it affects my listening, like, mm-hmm. being able to re-listen to things when... Mm-hmm. So, songs that I enjoyed when they came out were, um, there's this new band called Bandage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they were this month, okay. So they were a year ago, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what We, the band, they did a collaboration song with Hwasa, and it was a really mm-hmm. good song. Um, yeah. Bandit, we already talked oh, about. I actually forgot one that I did listen to something new. I listened to to Cravity. Oh yeah, Cravity. Um. Oh my gosh, what is this, Mom? So I, I that felt like it was a year ago, but yeah. 
They're they're pretty good though. They just sort of sound like a, a Monster X cover band, but I'm sure they, they will come in. They are literally Monster X and boyfriend put together as Kravity. Yeah. So um, if that like seems like your jam, there you go, Kravity. <laughs> I, I think that they'll like really come into their own. So, yeah. Despite yeah, their very all, yeah. very stupid name. Um, <laughs> I think I like ranted in our chat about the name her, from one of you. I think I, I don't know, might have been just this guy. Also talked about it last month. We might have, but anyway, yeah, I listened music. to them, so you know, forgot about <laughs> that. This month is meaningless. Like, what is, what is time? What is also anything? because Astro comeback is around the corner, and I'm yeah. sure by the time some of you will be listening to this podcast it will have already happened the reason i'm not discussing astro's music is because it's not out yet in this current time period we are recording but that means that i am revisiting astro's discography because that's what i do whenever they are around the corner i mean the day that this is out yeah so you know (laughs) only talk to sky about astro that day (laughs) (laughs) astro and 2z so the band the new band 2z they're gonna the next day next day so like that's soon i'm excited and i know that yeah. later we'll talk about that but astro i'm gonna say their concepts look really fun and i'm excited mm. oh yeah okay. beautiful i'm excited for their comeback just the aesthetically i'm like into it yeah i like it too but there's possibly time travel involved so like I, I want to know what that means which side note really quick on that once upon a time, when Monster X was doing their drama rama mm-hmm. promotions, um, I want to say that at the same time Astro was doing crazy, sexy, cool promotions. So they would watch the drama rama stuff, and they were like, "Man, someday we'd like to do a concept like that." So the fact that they're going to get to do a time travel concept makes me very happy, like, because they've always wanted that years ago. So that's we like we love, we love to see it you love and to see it they'll be promoting at the same time again like i know I love <laughs> oh and aesthetically <laughs> the monster x comeback looks fancy, fancy oh boy. demon day six yeah oh okay, but, so many but we should talk happen. about like the new stuff later <laughs> Go yeah, over. Just, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here <laughs> We're getting way too ahead of ourselves here. Uh, <laughs> Sky, what else have you been listening to? <laughs> I, I listened to a lot of things once, evidently, so my playlists. And it, it was really because uh, when I was doing the Instagram stuff, like, I, I tried to put it in then if I really enjoyed the song or whatever. But, yeah, if it's not up, then I forget about it. And, like, so, Sky's really good in, like, it's up when it's up, like, the first run of it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get them when they're... Just so, like, like, you know. even the bandage thing, I think at the time, like, I wanted to listen to them more, but because it didn't pop up within a day or two, like, I yeah, forgot. it took a while for it. It was like hard to find it, too. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to a lot of stuff from last month, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as we keep saying, was time is meaningless, the month is blend together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just I intentionally did not listen to my release radar today from Spotify, because I was like, no, like, I can't have anything, no, we're, you're staying on next month, I'm listening, no, just, too many things already to talk about, I was like, I can't handle new stuff. Now we're going to talk about Chinese music. <laughs> some new music, some new because we also more, did that to ourselves. Some, some yeah. New music, I, so, 
Okay. I'm going to be honest. I have not really deeply explored the world of Chinese popular music as deeply as I perhaps should. But I, you know, mostly, okay. Fancy Red can fuck with them. Hell yeah. Those beings, I don't want to gender any of them. It's, you know, they got their androgynous thing happening. They's the tits. Love them. But besides that, mostly the members who have either quit or been politically exiled from EXO <laughs> were really my, uh, my go-tos in the Chinese pop world. Because, you know... Well, get- it all gets kind of... The lines get blurry because mm. you, like, you're like, okay, well, like, when I'm making my C-pop list, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Lei is a big chunk of that list. But I came to know him through K-pop, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Or you've got Wavy, and Wavy is C-pop, but, like, kind of burst out of K-pop. Yeah. And there's a lot of K-pop songs that, you know, they do the Chinese version, or they, like... So there is a lot of crossover and mishmash and yeah. gobbledygook. I mean, I started listening to Unique because I was listening to Wang Yibo. And so I thought Unique was, you know, like they're a C-pop group. And then I'm just shuffling through all their discography. And all of a sudden, the OEO Korean version starts playing. I'm like, this is Korean. Was it always Korean? Uh. I'm like, Am I going crazy? Like, what is going on? And then I look, oh, sure enough, there's a Korean version and a Chinese version. I just they somehow got managed to only hear the Chinese version before that. And then it was like, oh. And then it suddenly it was like, wait, that explains why, like, a month ago, a member of Unique enlisted in the Korean army. <laughs> Korean. It's all coming. Right, right. Oh, I'm making all these connections now. <laughs> what I what I yes. What I find interesting about C-pop is that it doesn't have the sort of Western penetration that K-pop has, which always sort of confuses me because you think that it would, you know, that would be a a, pl- a play that the Chinese government might go for, yeah. you know? I mean, it's but hard. It's like, I mean, like, J-pop is popular, but it was, like, more popular when anime first became popular in the United States and now it's not as popular too like so it is also like just really hard being not listening to a lot of like c-pop in general I was loosely defining c-pop as not just like what we would but also you know that like music that was popular and and and, you know mandarin or chinese or in whatever but like it's it's harder when it's not as accessible unless you know, like you go come through yeah. your groups. And also, if you pick lot- up a new stuff, if especially if you don't have any, but like we all have a couple of things, but nobody's like I'm a C-pop person, so we didn't have a, a person to be like, hey, this is it for you, because then like mm-hmm. you you have that like tie and yeah. then you can bring it in, so it's like really yeah. hard to. Pick and then up I, on I find that it's also kind of difficult because like if you're listening mostly on Spotify, like I do. Um, while in a lot of Korean bands, because there is this push for, you know, marketing, essentially, they will put out titles 
in English and band yeah. names in English as well as in Korean or Chinese or whatever. But you don't get that with C-pop. No, yeah, I have the same way with, like, Japanese stuff. It's, like, it, like, to me, it's actually, like, a very big undertaking for me to like Japanese. Yeah. Because I have to go out of my way to Google Translate everything and then figure out what they're saying in the Google Translate because it's not correct. Just figure it out because it's not as easy. K-pop makes it easy. I can find, like, 14 different news sources that are in English that are, like, telling you the the stuff. Mm -hmm. And Japanese stuff... I yeah, find yeah. like one, yeah. and then I li- it literally it's because one Japanese site has been translating everything, and even then it's they're late to everything. So then I have to like follow everybody individually. Like I find a group, like them, then follow them. For the most part, my timeline on like Japanese artists are just in Japanese, and I can't even I like yeah. I'm constantly yeah. translating, and so that translates to the C-pop world where like you're just yeah. like constantly translating everything just to kind of find your path yeah Mm -hmm. I do find the um like the Taiwanese stuff tends to more frequently have English titles Mm -hmm. or have the artist written in English but not still not like not the way k-pop does yeah but I mean like that's how I first started listening to c-pop the same way that I first started with k-pop right it was like osts and Taiwanese dramas have really cool OSTs because they don't sort of just have a bunch of different singers. They more frequently will, um, they'll like hire a singer and they'll be like, you give us three songs and like, you will write the soundtrack kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So like my first Taiwanese drama was um, Behind Your Smile. Oh, and Shishi like, oh, has like three oh, songs on that. So good. Shishi's like one of the best. Oh, She's like my so best. Good. Like, so good. Oh, and I God. really love this. The one song on there is like a, a collaboration between her and Matska. And I really love Matska as well. Like, I love his voice, very gravelly, and I like his style. So uh, the song between the two of them is just like perfection for me I love it but um but yeah I mean behind your smile OSTs were harder to find like I said before the skating to love OSTs like they're all there but you're not gonna find them searching skating to love like it's not gonna happen yeah I definitely like went the route of like I went through shishi and then found out like she she and then because I think it might also be a little bit easier too because I'm into rock so, like, all of my stuff is actually, like, more and more rock-centered. And because she collabs with people and then also she's part of labels that have a ton of artists, I would just follow their YouTube. Then they would post a, their newest video up. And that's, like, how I found Men Envy Children. Because they just posted on the YouTube and I saw them and I, like, fell in love with them. And then through, like, and they kind of figured out, like, who they were. Because also, I think with, like, the rock groups they just have more of a discography so there's like more to like Mm -hmm. pull from as a part of like I mean you have that in k-pop too where like the you know the idol kind of groups you have mini albums you don't have full like 14 song albums where that are like every year coming out so that was kind of how like it pulled me into it a little bit but it was like harder to get there especially if if I hadn't been watching a Taiwanese drama. Because hmm. then there's also, like, people, like, 
Jasper Liu, who's part of a group mm-hmm. called Morning Call. Amazing group. I wish they still did the stuff, but obviously they're not going to do stuff because Jasper Liu's really popular now. I would have never heard about them if I hadn't watched a drama yeah. Jasper in it. You know, the drama angle is like nice to get in, but then also you always hit walls when you don't actually speak the language. Yeah. <laughs> That's it the is, hardest. It's helpful to have those, like on Spotify, to have that ability to like follow through to the artist and then like hit follow the artist and it's still a lot of work, but like eventually I find now my radar, my release radar will actually have like C-pop songs now because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, mine, oh, mine does actually listen do. to this. Like it's, it's giving mm-hmm. it like the first couple of times it happened. I thought like Spotify, are you just being like racist and saying like, Oh, you listen to K-pop. So it's all the same thing, you know, which is entirely possible, let's be honest, which these platforms, sometimes they are not all that aware of mm. that yeah. sort of thing. But um, but yeah, like now I think it's just they're actually like sitting there going, oh, like you, you actually listen to these artists, so you might actually like this one too. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. I, I, I feel like that. as time goes on, the, the algorithm at Spotify has been getting more sophisticated as like mm-hmm. more genres and things get added because it's definitely better than it was when I first got Spotify. When, oh, I've had Spotify for like a really long time now that I think about it. <laughs> and just like more people are actually like putting yeah. their stuff on Spotify because there wasn't that many Japanese artists when I mm-hmm. started Spotify and now it's the way to go yeah mm-hmm. i do feel like with um some chinese artists that i was trying to find like that are popular a few years back like they're actually like really big artists in china but like if you if you're able to find them on spotify which they're there they don't they don't have a big discography yeah, on spotify only a, only have a only, yeah. yeah so like you know you're reading into this person it's like oh they have a bazillion albums Mm-hmm. well you only get to see three like that's that's yeah. the way it's gonna or they go do the thing like i i really i had heard mayday a little bit before which is a mm-hmm. rock band and then like for this episode I, I listened to like basically their entire discography and they're great and wonderful but also their name is mayday how hard is it to find not english <laughs> like mayday you know right. and, so that's yeah. like, and, and they're a huge group one of their Music videos has like a hundred million views on it. They're a, a yeah. popular group that's been around for like twenty years. It's still hard to get to there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, Sky, in case you don't know my voice, I got into Taiwanese music. It actually way before I got into K-pop because it mm-hmm. was I started with Taiwanese dramas on Netflix and so I did get into the OSTs and then I started looking for it just so happened that the two or two of the actors that I was watching their dramas George Hu and Aaron Yan they both they're both singers so like I, then I ended up following them and then the show Bromance uh, yes. by who is Chinese and Korean he he did the entire soundtrack for that show and so I got into him and he looks exactly like Luhan too, like they're twins. <laughs> they just are. So Luhan's a thing too. He's really big yes. in China. It's, yes, yeah. it's one of those ex mm-hmm. ex exos, but not not exiles. Yeah. Mayday and Cosmos people 
those were two groups that I got into a little bit when I was, cause it was, they were on OSTs and I really liked their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did listen to a few of those albums back then. Um, and I still really like it. So I, I started with Chinese. I, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily like the height of C-pop. It's not necessarily idol groups. I just mm-hmm. followed those yeah. particular mm-hmm. artists. For this episode, I did go dig into some of the idol groups, though, and there are a lot. They also have a lot of the kind of like Produce 101 type shows. They have yeah. mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, and she she was part of she. That's how she was found and got her label. She was found. She did a contest type thing. Yeah. I will say a shout out to YouTube because YouTube definitely is the one who like like gets me <laughs> to places. So it like figures yeah. out like what I kind of like, and then they're like, oh maybe Mayday, and I'm like, oh, cool, okay. Maybe <laughs> you know, like, you're or like, um, <laughs> And then it, it kind of does a thing where it, like, is like, okay, here's another popular person like Cindy Wang. She's, like, super popular. She's a yeah. super popular actress, and she has a lot of stuff, and so that's, like, I would have never found her before because I've actually never seen her in anything, but, like, YouTube was like, hey, you should listen to this song, and I was like, maybe I should. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it was, like, my mood I've been in but I was I was on a hunt I was going through all of the uh you know c-pop uh playlists on spotify seeing well and a lot of it was not like really hitting the buttons that I wanted pressed right now but there was one now finding out information is often difficult um so I think she's a solo artist but don't hold me to it but uh her name is gem j-e-m like it's but with just like the initials and the hologram or just gem and the hologram yeah that kind of sounds familiar i let, let me let me double check that um and i was like really digging her vibe and then, like, a song would come up, and I'd be like, yeah, this is my vibe. And I'd look, and it'd be like, it's it's Tao. It's Luhan. It's, okay. I yeah, yeah. I, I found her, like, because I was also doing, like, not Spotify playlists, but going on mm-hmm. YouTube where people were like, here's the, like, C-pop, you know, the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's one of the ones that came Yeah, up. I was, like, really into her vibe, was feeling it. A lot of the other stuff, I was like, eh, skip. Uh, oh, God, my mind is not ready for this. But then every time, like, one of her songs would come up, I'd be like, I, yeah, I'm into this. Okay. I want to talk about Lei Zhang for a few minutes. I'm sure Jesse will seamlessly uh, edit this, this in since we yeah, had quite a little break there. We didn't break. What are you talking about? about? We were always here for this entire episode. Present. No. (laughs) What are you talking about? When we're on a podcast, this is what all we do. (laughs) We're very, we're very serious and professional. Very serious, Um, professional. I just want to talk about him because we were mentioning that it's actually pretty rare for Chinese pop to exit China and Taiwan because of, you know, all the things we mentioned. But he's been doing it. Mm-hmm. He started, he played Lollapalooza, I think was his first big, like, foray. And then everyone just thought he was the cutest little thing with that little video of him being like, these are my, my friends. My friends. <laughs> 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 and 
through the car window being like, where is your owner, dog? Why are you alone in this car? So he like endeared himself to the world then. Um, but he's been like out here collabing with anyone Everybody. who'll have him. And damn, he's been putting out some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also helps that he has definitely a lot of money behind him. Because I feel like oh, yeah. whatever company he's with is like, oh, this is a... We got okay. This. Yes, yes. This is a good payday. So he like produces his own stuff, writes his own stuff, choreographs his own stuff. He's just killing it. And I and mentioned that I love him, and he's killing he does, it. In... Like an English version of all the songs too. Yeah. So like Nama 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 Nama. I don't know how many Madamanas there are in there, but so there's like all the songs, and I mean that album is like twice as long as a regular album because every song has an English and a Chinese version, which is kind of awesome and makes him easier to find yeah. on Spotify. And Yay. also it's, it's sort of Interviews. What I find interesting is Interviews, right yeah. now. So right now he's kind of been exiled to China by his own government because yeah. of political machinations. He still, he still technically is a member of EXO, but what just I like waving from very far away. Yeah, he's, just, he's just like loving from far away, and he'll show up occasionally, like as a cameo in like the "Don't Mess Up My Tempo" video, being like, "Yeah, I'm still here. Can't get rid of me. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> still around." Um, but he seems to have like taken all of the stuff that he learned about marketing from K-pop. And is just like applying it in his own context, which is really neat to see. So you can see how it could work for a lot of C-pop groups if they did that. So like on a lot of the uh, C-pop compilations that I was watching, a lot of them have the same style and the same songs that Mm -hmm. like K-pop. So in terms of like genre music it's not hard for someone to listen to those two mm. because if you like it from one, you'll probably like it from the other. I, I guess like it is hard for people to listen to another language. I guess you should just branch out. Like that shouldn't be your like stop. Like, I don't want to like call out anyone, but like seriously, like mm. that's your like qualm with things. Like you really shouldn't be that way. They're not that far off. So I'm, like, wondering if it is just something that is going to happen soon, especially when you see them doing those kind of the the shows, like, um, the produce-type one that Mm -hmm. Handong from Mm -hmm. Dreamcatcher's in right now that is actually gaining popularity in Korea and, like, elsewhere, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's just that it's because K-pop is getting bigger, we had to kind of get through that, like, K-pop be big internationally, and now... C-pop is kind of going to have, like, its kind of entrance. Yeah. I feel well, like and I just sort of... Some songs, the the different... Like, you get uh, the groups that do... They'll do an English version and a Japanese version and a Chinese version. And, like, sometimes the Korean version is not the best version of the song. Mm, like, sometimes true. the song just works better in Japanese or yeah. it works better in Chinese. Like... I like Wavy's version of regular better than the English version or the Korean version. It mm-hmm. works in Chinese better for me. Like, mm. so I mentioned Lay doing everything in English. I like to listen to all of his music in Chinese. I prefer it in Chinese to English. Partially because, you know, we were talking about sex music earlier. 
Lay is sex music, and it's great. It's it's good, but and, sometimes uh, the lyrics are a little awkward in English. I'm sorry, and, uh, not like if you if you watch the music videos. It's it's sex music, like it's music for smooching, you know. It is. <laughs> exactly. But I find that sometimes the lyrically it comes off cheesier in English yeah. than I feel like goes with the vibe of the song. So I just like no, yeah, just listen to the Chinese version because then I can just enjoy the whole vibe. I have a wondering, and I, we might not have a definitive answer for this, mm-hmm. but you know how how South Korea has definitely politically and culturally used K-pop to try to broaden into Western mm-hmm. money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then let's say Japan, obviously used in the past, had no interest in that. They like mm-hmm. to not do that. So when it comes to China... Are they a little more open to that versus like Japan or is it just still like, eh, because they have so many people, they have plenty of audience yeah. that they're not really that yeah, interested think, in broadening to the Western. Probably the case right now is that the audience in China is so large to begin with that unlike in Japan, where I think we're going to see a real push for sort of the marketing output from Japan because of the, the aging population that's not, growing like companies still want to make money you know um but in china they don't really need western money to keep the industry afloat in any way true but i wonder if part of the reason why china really kind of did a crackdown on like trying to get people out of korea was that that was kind of their angle to start working on Mm -hmm. like i could see china really like pushing to get more into like the Western market. I see it more in in their television. Okay. So yeah, like, true. I see them really putting like pushing more like all the stuff that they've been releasing on Netflix and making deals with like streaming services. But I feel like that's because this is the cynical Natalia talking. It's a lot easier to push a political agenda through uh, a television show and a movie than it is to push you know through through a pop song Mm -hmm. though i mean as we said earlier since k-pop is growing Mm -hmm. western wise and maybe it it shows that it's very very viable it might might interest china more after that as far as Mm -hmm. hey it worked for k-pop let's see what happens i could see that being as like a change in like thinking like they may have Mm -hmm. we're starting to go one way but then they're like okay hey listen we're seeing what's happening. So yeah. we might actually have to like step back and be like mass appeal. Money. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. So it's just. And if we're, well, we make a little yeah. cash, then what's not to love, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I know. There's always a bit of competitiveness there too, right? Like, uh, wait, like we can't let people think that Korea is better at this than we are. So I could see that being a bit of a push pop wise like to be like why k-pop why should k-pop be what everybody listens to why not c-pop we've got good pop and they start pushing it because they want to like be the best you know they want to be number one i was just trying to say especially since we are not from any of these cultures mm-hmm. yeah um, not and yeah, yeah. It, but it's more like the observation of for instance japan for a long time 
you know, they it's obvious that they don't like releasing albums outside of just in Japan. You know, like you yeah, can it's see that insular, they, a very yeah, insular that they don't yeah. allow certain things out. And so like objectively it's like that's what happens. And so and then you kind of see the way China handles their music and whatever. So I was just saying, like, it's all different just because of, you know, yeah. South Korea's tactic of how they're very open with their mm-hmm. national stuff versus Japan is definitely not. I feel like it kind of does seem like that might slowly change. Or mm-hmm. sometimes, like, you could probably even ask somebody on the street and they might just legitimately not care. Like, culturally, yeah. there's just stuff going on even in Japan. So I feel like there's always a lot of stuff with China, too. So it's just interesting c-pop and chinese music that internationally we don't get to see or hear but also culturally there's there is a lot of stuff going on with that either politically or just access wise like they're not interested in broadening it from their you know their native population and that's fine honestly like that is their prerogative like if they want to do that sometimes you just have to know that like going in like because when I was trying to look at some popular, like, solo artists from mm-hmm. the early 2000s or the early 2010s, you know, 2010s and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, we don't have as much access, but, like, these people are, like, immensely popular in China. So it's like... Yeah. So internationally, we might have not even heard of these people, or if we have, it's just vaguely. So it does make you realize, like, oh, culturally, just because... As a Westerner, I'm not aware of this person. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would you see the same thing in, in K-pop, too? Like, K-pop is such a, a small slice of Korean music. But yeah. it's the slice that we're given. It's the slice that we see. It's the slice, you know. In China, when I was looking at C-pop and, and like, stuff about mm-hmm. Chinese music... They're talking about jazz and how you can't yeah. you can't talk about Chinese music and cult, musical culture without looking at jazz. And I have a few different jazz singers, Chinese jazz singers that I enjoy. And that's not really what would come across your radar mm-hmm. if you're looking yeah. at C-pop stuff or if you're just listening to drama OSTs or whatever. And like yeah. K-pop, I mean, K-pop, we've talked about trot before, like how that's a huge, huge thing in Korea, but it's not coming across our radar the same way because that's not what's getting pushed out. That's what's getting enjoyed inwardly. Mm -hmm. But I do think you see the influence that those styles of music have sometimes in the pop. Because we're focused on it. It's a lot easier for us to say, like, oh, something about K-pop, when, like, even, like, internationally, it's, like, a very small portion like people yeah. might know what it is but they don't they can't like say anything extensively about it yeah some people don't even know like besides the fact that they would put it together like oh k-pop korean pop like that's yeah. like it you know so it's like definitely it is biased against what we choose to spend our time on yeah. too because there, no matter what even with like korean stuff even though it's accessible for us and we've been in it long enough that we've like made friends and have like we know like news sources and we like have us an established catalog we still have to research 
some of this to get to it. And it's because we've decided for ourselves that that's something we wanted to pursue. Some people just don't want to do that. And like, they just want to be able to find their music easily and be able to like figure out the lyrics fast. So like, it's a hard mix. You know, you have the K-pop level of obstacle, which we choose to, which we choose to overcome often because we're interested in it to go past like even more obstacles, like less access and less, less obviously English titles or those things. Yeah. It makes you spend more time doing it and stuff. So again, it's a lot easier than it was even like a couple of years ago. The services like Spotify and everybody having pretty much constant internet and to be able to like seek out people and Google, it does make it easier. So it, it does feel like, it's going to snowball a little bit faster than yeah. it was in the past, but just because we have the technology and the like actual means, like we have things like Twitter or Spotify that like Spotify will like recommend a song or tell you more artists like that, that like can branch out and help along and kind of get it faster to a place. It really does make you wonder in like five years in the future, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where we'll stand with this because you know, tech has changed, the internet has changed, and then yeah. marketing and the world has changed. And even with even with the current situation, like the world has changed. It, it's going to be really interesting how I do wonder in five years if like, yeah, Chinese music will be a little bit more accessible or yeah, yeah they might be tapping into the Western market or they might not. They might just still keep to themselves. It would be very difficult to just fall into, for instance, K-pop. It would be even more difficult to just as a Westerner fall into Chinese music but if you do have an interest in it and if you do want to spend time seeking it out you know it is there and they're they're definitely Mm -hmm. the more the ones from like the produce shows or the idol groups Mm -hmm. that are kind of you can tell they are maybe they're not modeled after Korea and I was actually trying to figure that out if anyone had talked about academically you know chicken or egg which came first I couldn't quite tell as far mm-hmm. as like, yeah. they might they might have just been running parallel from like you know the mm-hmm. way Chinese music developed and eventually they had their own idol groups or whatever independently yeah. of what they were seeing in Korea, or you know as far as when technology and as a global society we are aware of what happens in neighboring countries like yeah. you know we don't live in a vacuum China doesn't live in a vacuum South Korea doesn't live in a vacuum so the concept of boy groups and girl groups that are not necessarily bands they're just you know lyrical groups I mean that's been around since forever right like Mm -hmm. in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s like there were these groups so I mean we were talking about NCT Dream being you know like a graduation system once you're so old you're Mm -hmm. out and there was like that group I think Menudo or something mm-hmm. in like Mexico yeah. that did the exact same thing. I yeah, they were doing, yeah. not grasping the concept when I was younger. And I was like, wait, what happened to so-and-so? And then it's like, and then there was new kids. And then there was, and I was like, so confused so often with that group, but I still listened to music because I liked it. So, yeah. you know, but I think people have always liked to listen to people sing. And so... Every country has their yeah. version, I think. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell on myself just for a second. I, on YouTube, I was, when I 
put this into YouTube. I wasn't meaning this in a mean way. It, I was just trying to see if anyone had an interesting vid, an interesting video about like C-pop versus K-pop, like as far as like similarities and differences or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I stumbled across one of those silly compilation. It wasn't really a silly compilation, but a compilation video. And I thought it said K-pop versus C-pop, but it was really K-pop versus pop. Cause I kept oh. watching it. Because it was like, it, t- it told you, it was kind of playing a game, you know, it told you, like, you watch the little clips, and you pick one, like, which one you preferred. So, the first one, I, I didn't know the pop song at all, like, I wasn't familiar with it. But then second, it was like, Adele. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> like, this is... Wait a minute. <laughs> she was the C-pop, like, I, <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay, mm-hmm. because I just want to see if anyone had discussed like mm. any big difference or any similarity and stuff, but no one had talked about it that aspect. So I wasn't trying to find like where fan wars and stuff. I wasn't looking yeah, for that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You just wanted to see like a comparison between like the... a scholarly review type. Yeah. Well, yeah. All these reaction channels, for instance, the people that are way legitimately way into like. Korean music or something, and so I was curious if someone had talked about it. Like, hey, I got into C-pop, and like, yeah. here's some similarities. You know, I, I just assumed, and maybe there are videos out there, and I just haven't seen them. If you found them, let me know. Like, I'm That's just true, curious because it's also like there's so much content out that there's only so much you can search, and so much yeah. that like the like actual output of the search is gonna give you because it's just like the number is so high. So then it's like that's another factor, and like it could be yeah. out there. It's just we. Yeah, it's not getting to us yet. And Google, like, I kept trying to tell it, like, C-pop. Like, let's talk about C-pop. And they kept on being like, did you mean K-pop? I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, I don't. No. <laughs> I don't. You can't put me in a box. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I'd be like, listen to these C-pop groups. It was like, EXO, BTS. I'm like, a couple of Chinese songs. I know this. <laughs> that doesn't. It's not. It's not the same thing, though. It's not. Yeah. You always. You know. The only way to learn something is to go out and just keep looking. And that's true. It's really. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know things. I think if people admitted that they don't know stuff more often, the world would be a slightly better place. Yeah. Um, so. We wanted to do this episode so we would expose ourselves more to it and dive a little bit more yeah, into exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're you know, we're because we no. not, but we are trying to branch out because we we like to encourage that too. So. And I found wanted... a new artist that I've added to my. Yeah. Even even in my mood, like she gem really like. She she hit she hit some buttons. And yeah. even if you just like got something out of one video for that one time that you watched it, it's well worth it. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong, like or nothing bad and nothing that you're not gonna get out of just like branching out to a different culture exactly. or different languages music. It's only only good things can come from ex- from broadening your horizons uh artistically. Yeah, once you release yourself of that, because I mean we in the Western world, it's you get used to bumping into people that are very like, oh, it's weird that you listen to other cultures' music. Yeah. But it's not, though. It's, it's really, really not. Yeah. Really not. And a really cool thing to do, and there's nothing bad about it. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are listening and you want to perhaps navigate into these, you know, worlds, 
Jesse always makes like playlists of some of the stuff that we've been talking about. And I make Spotify playlists. So we'll yeah. have a certified CPOP playlist that'll have a bunch of this stuff on there and probably yeah, we can some even, stuff that we haven't mentioned. Yeah, definitely. If and stuff that we haven't mentioned can go on there so, too. If any of our listeners who like kind of know our musical tastes or if if you have a C-pop group or a mm-hmm. soloist from China that you just love, like let us know. Like yeah. we us yeah. up on Twitter, please tweet it at us. We want to know. We would we love the information and to learn more about it because yeah. I mean I enjoyed a lot of what I ran across, even the people, mm-hmm. even the very popular Chinese artists who there's not much on Spotify. I went and listened to them. I'm like, yes, these people are amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, there's great music coming out of mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, if you want to navigate us a bit too, vice versa, go for it. Please, please. Yeah, we're here yeah. where you want to know. Because it's weird because it, it is pop and it's generally it's very similar, but there is something for some reason i think like jesse you mentioned before about the idea that like it doesn't have that same western influence or the same way k-pop does and i don't know what it is but like yeah like last month i was in a mood so like all i was listening to was like unique and next and lay like it was just i was only listening to china's chinese language music because Mm -hmm. just in a mood and i don't know what it like if I if you ask me what was different about that playlist versus my regular playlist, I don't know, but it was, and I just it was there. <laughs> that's what I wanted that month. Yeah. So you know. Also, a side note that we didn't like say out loud, but I think we have all like ran across as we were doing this. There's Cantonese, yeah. Mandarin, mm-hmm. and then there's even I'm, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna say this right, Hokkien, which is like yeah. so you got to. So, Canto pop, Mando pop, and then pretty much Taiwanese pop. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so. The, and they all well, sort of fall under that umbrella. Right. So, yeah. the, I mean, those are kind of the sub, the sub-genres even within the K-pop-ness. So, there's a lot of different language stuff that, of course, since we don't speak these languages, <laughs> often, you know, like, when I'm listening to a Taiwanese artist, I don't know if they're singing Mando pop or if they're doing... Taiwan, yeah. like specifically Taiwanese pronunciation, like I have no clue. So especially when they they most of them are labeled as both or jump yeah. into both. Like listen, when we're listening to this, we just vibe and we don't yeah. we don't know, man. We're just trying our best well, like everyone else. I just especially if they're listening, and I'm sure we have a couple of listeners that are, you know, more well versed in in C pop than we are, of course. So mm. I just. We are aware that there are language differences, but since we yeah. don't speak... And you can also recon- uh, recommend those that we haven't yes. kind of brought, like, gone yeah. into. Please. We want to expand our horizons. Uh, and speaking of expanding our uh, auditory horizons, now, before we leave you, we're going to talk about all the stuff coming up oh, on, yeah. on the schedule. So, you want, you like- remember... In the different universe that was October 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's remember that. It's, it's continuing. <laughs> it just hasn't stopped. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this on the 1st of May. Uh, and today, uh, Jang Hana had a solo. 
and Yesung and Saran had a collab. That's kind of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, and Tamura again. No, I haven't heard it yet either. I'm no, me old. neither. So we'll we'll let you know how it was next month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't feel like five years then too. Yeah, yeah I know. Then <laughs> uh, tomorrow, so the second, not tomorrow for you, but tomorrow for us, the second, uh, the fanatics are having a comeback. So that's fun. Hopefully, this was from last, like they moved it from last month. Yeah. I like looked into it a little bit. They're like. They have some members sitting out and some members coming in. I don't know that much, but I don't know if that's actually why. It could have just actually been just Corona issues. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So we don't, we, we, we know as much as anyone else. <laughs> like <laughs> Google.com. <laughs> so uh, on the third, Sung Sik Young has a pre-release situation happening. So we'll see what goes on there. That's uh, back fourth. after nine years. The fourth. It's a holiday for old Sky. Um, <laughs> because Hasbro's <laughs> album is coming out. It's also Star Wars Day. It is. It is also <laughs> it is. the fourth. It's like uh, perfect. And, yeah. And in addition, uh, Kim Sung-jae Kim Sun is having a comeback. And Taeyeon is having a digital single. Yeah. Is that fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> Sky's like, it's going to be great. I'll listen to them later, but Astro. Astro. <laughs> like, music show-wise, she is going to slaughter every single person this month. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, cool. for sure. You never know, because it is a digital single, and I don't think, I don't remember, Maybe but I don't think she promoting. has an actual comeback. She might be not promoting it. Because also sometimes when they're labeled as digital singles and you find out later that it's for an OST or something and you're like, yeah. oh, that's not going to be promoted. Yeah. yeah. So we'll so definitely have hope. Actually has a good amount of people. I feel that they're going to be okay. I, 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 so. I have a feeling. She, I know that they're going to be too. I was like, girl, you're going to win everything for the next fight. Like, she, she because well, yeah, the last it's time hard came, to be a girl's generation girl. Right. <laughs> Right. Which is, I, I totally, it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> Not so on the 5th, 2Z has a comeback. Yeah, and I, they've uh, released their little, like, teaser for it, mm-hmm. and it sounds really good. Excellent. So I am actually excited for it. And the 6th is a busy day. Uh, Ghost Like Girlfriend has a single coming out. They're Japanese I, group. Yeah. Ayu and Suga are having a collab coming out. That's, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Ra D has a single coming out, and Zuto Mayo has a music video coming yeah. out, and it's also the debut day of Two Anyone, uh, so uh, 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 it's the perfect uh, uh, day for you to go uh, listen to our Two Anyone episode, and then listen to their discography. Good times, good times. And oh, I should s- also just, I just noticed on my calendar I've got for that night, um, if you're listening, if you happen to listen to this podcast before Wednesday night, May 6th, um, on Twitter, Dumbfounded is hosting an 88 Rising, like, streamathon oh, or yes. something. So, like, that should be all kinds of good It music. has a lot of people on it so mm-hmm. far. So, a lot, a lot. So, like, go to Twitter and look up Dumbfounded. They were supposed to do, a, and... do a, a music festival this summer that they yeah. didn't get to do because oh, Day yeah. 6 was going to be on it. 
a lot of the 88 Rising, too, was supposed to be doing um, Coachella. A lot of the 88 yeah. Rising people were supposed to be there this year. Oh. We're, we're all making sad faces that you can't <laughs> see. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were any of us going to Coachella. or but, like, we were, I, I enjoyed we them just like, I We just like the concept <laughs> of it. I watched some of the live Coachella from last year too like when live like when yeah. black came on so like i probably would have watched live big bang yeah and yeah oh i yeah. definitely would have, yeah mm-hmm. so on the seventh uh bull four has a single coming out maybe uh, possibly it's like up in the air i'm yeah, sorry maybe. this isn't maybe. like well, I mean, I, I saw a re-announcing of that yesterday and by the way she's a solo now so that's the thing oh okay. yeah well, uh, up has a solo debut, and uh, Natty is debuting. Is that a group? Is that a person? It's a soloist. Uh, she was part of that, um, what, the variety show that made twice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I believe she was one of, like, the finalists or, like, one of the more well-known, because I've seen this, like, solo debut thing mentioned on m- multiple counts, so, like, it's... Okay. Seems like it's pretty hyped up. Now, the 11th. <laughs> 11th, yeah, 11th. 11th is a 11th very important a, day. It's an extremely <laughs> important day. Because Day 6 and Monster X are both having comebacks on that also day. Also New and, East. Yeah, and, and also... And I'm not trying okay. to be mean, but, like, Day 6 and Monster <laughs> Yeah, but Day 6 and Monster X, like, you know what, you know what, beautiful, wonderful, we love you, you guys are working hard. But Day 6 and Monster X come back, so I'm sorry, the same but day. You, you screwed. You, you were screwed, screwed if you followed me on Twitter on that day, because, like, that's all, all I'm going to be doing. It's all going to be Day 6 Monster X, that's it. Tiny side note, because the new S thing reminded me of it. So Astro's MJ, he got uh, selected to be in a musical, and I'm excited about that. Yes, I yeah. Very cool. Nice. So on the 12th, Chungha and Zion T have a collab. Uh, I'm like pumped for that. Yeah, I am I too. Chungha and Zion T. I together. think it's going to be really good. I think I'm going to love it just as much as I love the Chungha Rich Brian collab, which was Chef's Kiss back in the day. Yeah, I know. I heard collabs are always really good. Yeah, I mean, back in so the it's day, the lowest, like, like, what, four or five months ago? You know, yeah, it was like, listen, that feels like years, years ago? ago now. <laughs> I know. So on the 13th, Back when we were kids. <laughs> uh, we're supposedly getting Bullfour's new album. Busters is having a comeback. Uh-huh. Bandit. Yeah, my new like girl group. Yep. And Woo Ah is debuting. Who knows anything about that? I don't know much, just that they're girl group. Girl group. I was going to say, it sounds like a girl group to me, so... Yeah, it does. Good it's a very job. Cool the name. I'm sorry. I really should like look into these people. No, like, just, don't worry about it. But uh, like as a respect fun. to them, you know, like yeah. as a like, hey, you're debuting. I, I really know. like the name. Yeah, it's a cute name. It's wow. cute. Like, and I can uh, say and on the 14th, it. Fourteenth, another I mean, holiday is upon us. For it is oh. the debut birthday of Monster X. Yes. Yes. Also, uh, we will be celebrating yeah. that. You should also uh, listen the, to our uh, Monster X episode. Yeah, maybe. And just celebrate and go listen to their delightful discography. Uh, on 15th, UNVS, Unvis, Universe, Unvis, anyway, they're having something. Something's happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you pronounce it. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. But they're, they're, they're coming out with some. 
Uh, on the 18th, TXT has a comeback. Uh, on the 19th, NCD is repackaging because SM just no, loves their repackage. Uh, so the Neo Zone's getting repackaged. R- uh, another group, Red Square, is debuting. Yes, they're also a girl group. Another girl group. Again, uh, that was going to be my guess. So I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> you got this. You got That's what we should formula. do. We should play girl group or boy group, like. With these names. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, like it's a toss-up. You're going to guess. So, <laughs> I like how you pronounce the name, too. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, Red Square, that one's pretty, we got that. Yeah. Red Square. That one's easy, uh, but, like, there was no numbers in it. Good job. UNVS. Unvis? Is it Unvis? Anyway. You know what? Skyno? Unvis? UNVS? Well, I want to say it might be Universe. Yes, yes, what I guess. But I think that would be foolish. But I know how these things work, so (laughs) exist. On the 25th, we got Kim Lusak having a solo debut. Mm -hmm. Very fun. Uh, On the 27th, SF9 has a comeback. It's a like a Japanese. Oh yeah, great guys. And Sakai no Owari has a greatest hits album coming out. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. Japanese groups always, like, announce their things, like, months in advance. So they announced yeah. probably, like, back in February is when I think I put it in. Um, and it's still officially on their website as coming out then. However, I mm-hmm. don't know if the virus had done anything because yeah. they don't even have, like, the, uh, like a actual picture for the album. Like, you know, it's just, like, the album and there's a spot for a picture. And there's, like, a mention that there's supposed to be, like, a an extra like, a new song gonna be on that, mm. and I don't know if that song is supposed to be their, they did a song for a commercial, it's, like, Drive or something, that they put out, like, last month, I don't know if that's supposed to be that solo, so they might be yeah. coming out, who knows, you won't know until, like, two days before the album's yeah. drop, so sorry. Good times. Mm. And then on the 29th, supposedly, uh, Utada Hikaru has a single, Yes, that's also for a commercial that she did. It's just the yeah. whole. And then album. we have another D-Day for the final day of the month. Yeah, these are people and, that may, that haven't said anything about this. yet. They haven't said, but they said they're coming back in May, but have not given us title, like dates. So Becky Un's supposed to be coming back. Ooh. Shungha's full album is supposed to drop at some point this month. When? Who knows? Minzy's supposed to have a solo. Yeah, because she just got out of her contract for her last really bad. She's free. She's She's free. free. Park Jiyoon is supposed to have a comeback in May. Sia is supposed to have a comeback. And my sweet, sweet, horny baby, Taemin, (laughs) is supposed to have a comeback this month. I'm waiting for his new sex jams to hit. Speaking of sex music... Uh, yeah, speaking of tech music, Taemin is... Taemin is common. It's very clearly sex music. It's like, it, you don't even have to know what the lyrics are. You're listening to it, and you're like, oh, this is about like, oh. mm. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's it for the announced comeback. Someone might drop it on us, but, you know, yeah. who knows? You have to, have to find out. It, it's really nice to have 
so much music and so much going on yeah. amidst everything else. Like, yeah, it's, like it's something a, to look forward to. Right. Yeah. It, it's a very nice thing to look forward to and a great distraction from everything exactly. else. So support your artists because they've been working hard. Uh, Especially because they're going to be doing all these comebacks with no audience. No there. audience, which is weird. I'm sure yeah. it's very weird for them. Yeah, there there was a really cute um thing uh with um Solar because she just did her solo. We didn't mm. talk about it. I forgot about it. Um, where Got Seven was specifically always in her audiences and cheering her on while oh. she's doing stuff, and then she'd do vice versa. And so then they were like all just joking around, and it's like the sweetest thing ever. And they like know all of her songs, so they were like doing the chants, and I was like, this that's is the cute. sweetest thing ever. <laughs> A, a, a related uh, quarantine type thing I saw on a TikTok of, I think it was only one of, that's the group's name. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, this was what the TikTok was. It was one of one of the boys was celebrating his birthday. He he was wearing a mask, so in order to blow out his candles, he used a fan, an electric <laughs> fan. And then it panned, like, he was pretty much at the end of this long table. And so the camera then panned to the <laughs> other end of the table where two laptops, uh, lots of phones. It was all of his members on these, all these little different screens, like cheering for him. It was really sad. Now, I don't necessarily think that they are, like, maybe they are, like, not living together, but I think that was probably probably just a joke. But it was really funny, because it was like, oh, that's a thing for, like, normal people right now. Like, that's... So, but him with the fan, he looks so sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> feeling funny. Like, that's, that's the way we all feel these days. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your day. So, I'm sure a lot of us have a lot of that these days. Uh, to come <laughs> listen to the Certified Newness podcast. You can listen to us wherever you're listening to us now, but if you want to mix it up, we are on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, and of course, all of our episodes with all the show notes can be found on our website, certifiednunas.com. We have a Twitter, an Instagram, a Tumblr, a YouTube, and a Facebook. We're always at Certified Nunas. That's our thing. That's it. And Spotify. That's playlists. We do have Spotify playlists, and Jesse will link all of that. She does wonderful work. She's wonderful. We love her. Uh, on on the website, all the links to everything that we are about can be found there. Um, if you want to become an official sponsor of this show, because we do not have any corporate sponsors, we have not sold out to the man yet, uh, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified newness and become an official sponsor of the show by buying us a coffee and you get access to all sorts of behind the scenes stuff that gets cut out and all the fun little meanderings that we go on. Uh, wait, no, we never meander. We're a professional <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Professionals. We, don't we commit meander. to what we say. Yeah. Uh, we, we commit. We have a script. Yes. Yeah, very, very streamlined. Very professional. <laughs> uh, anyway, we hope that you're all are staying safe and uh, staying home and have a great week. Um, and maybe check out some C-pop. Try to expand your, you know, expand your horizons. And as always, if you uh, have something that you want us to know or some song that you think we'd like, a show you think we enjoy, hit us up on Twitter. It's the easiest place to find us, and we're at Certified News on Twitter. Anyway, we hope you have a great week and stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.